Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Smitty, Breezy. What's happening? Hey, Mr. Pitts. That's right. My hot rod happy couple right here. And, of course, we've got the professor himself. Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru. What is going on, Whittier, California, former home of Shelby American, the Dodges? Speaking of a Dodge that had a former home, I heard oh. a certain Daytona is getting sold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that makes me smile. It doesn't me, man, if you knew what I was getting for it. Well, you know what? You got something for it, and it's leaving. Okay, yeah. That's uh, you got, you got it's the, going to a good you, home. You, you, you got to focus on the donut and not the hole, Richard. Yeah, exactly. You got to weigh your odds up, buddy. It's going to a good home. It's going to someone that appreciates it. That's why, that's why it's going there. Exactly. It's going to a good home. I'm just amazed there's two homes that appreciate it. Man, I'm just thankful there are. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I get an amen? <laughs> but, so, you know, that got me thinking. You know, we, we're thinking about show topics every week. And we talk about all kinds of cars. But I'll tell you, probably the cars that raise the most eyebrows is the sleeper cars. Those cars straight out of left field that will absolutely fly. Love some sleepers. I do love sleepers. And I love them either they're bought or built. I love them both. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we got the factory ones, but then, you know, you got turbo Dodge Caravans out there all spanking Mustangs. <laughs> <laughs> Richard, this is your final warning. Right, we I'm are sorry. not going to talk about anything four-cylinder, turbocharged Dodge. Well, you just word. knocked out my first car. That <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, if you're going to put that one down, we're not going to talk anything with the letter C or the number four. Oh, that's fighting words right there. How do you say four in Spanish, Patrick? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's a cuatro. Cuatro. It's a cuatro. <laughs> so, talk about a sleeper car. Let's talk about some factory ones. And one that comes to mind is probably going to blow everybody in this room's mind, the first one that comes to my mind. And the only reason I know that is I actually bought my first wife one of these cars. A Pontiac Grand Prix GTP. That is 100% true. I have actually raced one of those. Supercharged 3800 V6 Series 2. Mm-hmm. And out of the box, they're fast. Yeah, but now you, now you take that Eden Supercharger and you put just a little smaller pulley on it. And they're potent. Very. Mm-hmm. Like, because, I mean, what kind of horsepower are those things making, Professor? 240, but, again, like 335 torque Yeah, to the front wheel. And keep in mind, that's a front-wheel drive Grand Prix. Not a big car. And, uh, you know, you could change the pulley on it, and that thing's hitting, what, 260, 270? Probably to the wheel. Yeah. And 
Those cars, you know, they had traction control. I mean, you could do those things would move. They you know, were they a made, lot of fun. They made a Buick Regal version of it too, the GS. Exactly. exactly. Well, and another thing that was really cool about those cars, for insurance reasons, do you know the speedometer stopped at eighty five on the dash, but the heads up display kept going. <laughs> so, like on the on the windshield, you know, like you would have the speedometer pegged out on the dash, but the windshield said you're running one hundred and fifteen mm. or more. Or more. Those were some fun cars. I actually had a lot of fun. I, I drove that GTP. It had a set of wheels on it. It was it was new at the time. I drove it to Nopi back when Nopi was cool. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm showing my age. But me did it and, have any woofers in me, it? Actually, it did have. It did have it a woofer. Had two, had, uh, two tins in the trunk. But <laughs> were those factory woofers? Or no, no, these were these were aftermarket woofers. I love me a woofer, a good sounding woofer. But a, you talk about a, a fun car, and it was a very sporty car too. The cool oh, dash. And the thing that's cool about it is, is imagine if you took one of those Grand Prix and you just pop the GTP emblems off of it and put like the crappy, just regular V6 Grand Prix wheels on it. Oh, that'd be a total sleeper. Car. You talk about a sleeper from way back. Yeah, it would just sound like it needs a power steering pump. Yeah, when you got on it, pull up to the red light. They think, nah. but that, I think that's a good one. I mean, I that really do. Those one. are fun. Yeah. Co- I would rock a GTP today, a nice one, which I haven't seen one in forever. I ain't seen one in forever. I seen a couple of the uh, Buicks. You still see some of the Buicks. You know, a lot of your grandmas rode a Buick, and I won't tell you another one. Talk about that supercharged V6. They put it in the bigger Buick too, didn't they, Richard? Yeah, the Park Avenues. Yeah, yeah. the Park Avenues had, and they'd fly. Now it was a little bit bigger car, but it would still move. Yeah, you, get, you put enough boost to it. That's a sleeper. You know when you get spanked by the Park Avy. Especially if it's still got white walls on it. <laughs> you see them wire wheel hubcaps are spinning. That's what I was about to say, all the oh, hubcaps. Yeah. You know, I got one. What's that? Y'all going to have to talk about it because I don't really know too much about it. But um, I'm going to throw it out. It's not even a car. It's a truck. It's a GMC Cyclone or the Typhoon. Uh-huh. See, Back in not, 91. But though. see, that was the thing. Those things, because they were limited edition, those were all-wheel drive. 4.3 turbocharged, correct, Professor? Yeah, yeah. 4.3 turbo. I love it. God, I love it. But the only reason that people thought these were sleepers is is they didn't know what it was because they exactly. didn't make a lot of them. No, nah, then they made the Cyclone for one year, and then they made the Typhoon for two years after that. Yeah. Yeah, you pull up to that, you think it's just a regular old pickup just it's sitting there. It's an there S10 with a body kit. Right. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of turbo anything back then that was considered fast, you know? I'll never forget the car cover when they had the Cyclone. It says, this GMC pickup truck outran this Ferrari to 60 miles per hour, That's what I was dot, about to dot, say. dot, in the rain. Oh, I remember that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so maybe still, I do know a little bit more about this than I thought. It still <laughs> holds the world record from uh, 0 to 30, I believe. Yeah, it's long. the fastest well, to ever go 0 to 30, which ain't a big deal. But, I mean, when you think about it, when the like the Bugatti Ver- Veyron yeah. is in there, yeah, it's still I, beating that car out. I do know that you could get to 60 miles per hour in five seconds with it. Or less. Or less, yeah. In a pickup truck. In, All a pickup truck. Truck. in 1991. SUV, yeah. In 1991. I tell you another thing, too. You know, they actually raced a few of those things on the Bonneville Salt Flats. They did extremely well there, too. They used extended cabs for that. Exactly. Like, they didn't actually sell those, but they called Bonneville. it. They called it a Super Coupe, remember? Yeah. Which always blew my mind because it was the same time they made Thunderbird Super Coupes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it held a record for that, too. Speaking of that, that's another one. How about the 3.8 supercharged V6 in the Thunderbird Super Coupe? 
Those things are quick, um, and they're deceivingly fast. I drove one one time, and I had a 5.0 Mustang at the time, so I wasn't expecting that much, but I think it would run. Yeah, they were quick. They're finicky, though. Yeah. They were finicky cars. Actually, I bought one of those cars at the sale, and it's because it looked different than a normal Thunderbird. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a little more, like a turbo coupe and a regular Thunderbird could be easily be confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a Super Coupe was all kind of to its own. Yeah, it had body kit and everything, its own rim. Right. The Super Coupe was, was a pretty cool car, though. But, but they were finicky, though. The 3.8 was, yeah. I don't think it was ever meant to be supercharged. No. But it made great power, and, I mean, they were fast. And the Turbo Coupes were a lot of fun. <clears throat> and the 2.3s were a lot tougher, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and they're same as a certain other brand that made four-cylinder turbos in the 80s. Uh, they can be built to be super fast. They can be built to be super fast. They can. You can make a turbo coupe or anything with a turbo Ford in it. You can make it fast. Put a, put that in a Pinto and build it up. Well, there's actually a couple guys mm-hmm. that have already done that. Uh, Shane Looper's got one. Yeah. It's a Bobcat. I'm sorry, Shane. When you got a turbo, exactly. That's a classy Pinto. Sorry about that, Shane. It's a Mercury. It's a Mercury. Get, get us great. The only other bobcat belongs to a man I know named Hollis Blood. <laughs> Hollis has a bobcat. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he did. A I bright know. red, a bright red bobcat. I tell you what, guys, you hang tight. We're talking sleeper cars right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, and we're talking sleepers. Now we got Smitty and Breezy in the studio. What up? What up? Hey, hey. And then of course we got the professor Richard Hoskins himself. What's happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota? I'm telling you, so we're talking sleeper cars. And now we're right here during break. Smitty done stepped up. He said, I got one, but it's going to get me made fun of. So, I'm of get course, on. we have to do that now. Well, I'm going to fit in on a little sicker. We're going to make fun of you no matter what. Well, I'll take it. I'll take it because I'm going to make fun of somebody else. What's your car, Smitty? Woofer. 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 It doesn't have woofers, but it's got enough battery power to power plenty of woofers. Batteries? Oh, Lord. A yeah. sleeper car? And I know this is a hot rise and happy hour. And I would not say this had I not been proven when I was out there in California to my buddy Brett, a Chevy Volt. All oh, hybrid. I, I'm sorry. I got to admit, you swung that in a different direction than I was expecting. I, yeah, swinging I totally for the wasn't Listen, expecting that. No, 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 no. You, you swing it for the parking lot. I don't know what you... <laughs> what, right off the bat. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to gain my composure real quick. <laughs> this is Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This isn't electric vehicles and whatever E-word we want to throw in there. That's dumb, okay? That's dumb. That's just dumb. Man, I, I, mean, I said the same thing. How, then, how is your wife going to say this awesome truck this is, and then you're like, my well, battery power exactly. I agree. You know why? Because you got street cred. I know, right? <laughs> He's got a ponytail. His best I friend told case. me I was more of a man than him. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a Tesla. Yeah. I, I thought so too. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, just, too. And that's yeah. just as bad. But you took it to the vault. But this, <laughs> this is my problem with it. Okay, I mean, yeah, I look at electric vehicles being fast, kind of like witchcraft. <laughs> really? <laughs> like you hear about somebody putting a spell on somebody or some voodoo this or whatever. That's how I look at electric cars. They're a novelty. Like 
yeah, it's cute and all. Oh, pew, look what it did. It's electric. <laughs> but that's how I look at them. And, I mean, I'm a dino fuel kind of guy myself, if you haven't picked up on that. But come over here. This is my Chevy Volt. If you came in. I didn't say mine. If you came in and said a Chevy Cobalt, if you came in and said a Chevy Sonic, hell, if you came in with any Chevy but a Volt. See, I was going to say the Cobalt SS. I mean, at least that's a little bit more credible. I'm sure sure it's really fast as long as the extension cord holds out. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now look, let me play my case now. Let me play my case. I don't want Duke Power to be sponsoring my hot rod bill. I was in California, and he kept telling me, man, this thing is quick. That was the problem. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Yeah, He I drank mean, the water, just not with the straws. Yeah, no straws, weed dispensaries, all of that craziness out there. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. I was out there, and he kept telling me, man, it's fast. It's fast, it's fast, it's quick, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Nah, I'm for real. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. He's like, all right, you're riding with me for lunch. Got in it. I'm I'm expecting nothing. Did it make like the Jetson sound when he accelerated? Mm. <laughs> it didn't make any sound. It sounds right? like Chewbacca. Do 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 do. And if y'all refer back to the first time His me and Breezy boy, was Leroy. on, <laughs> when me and Breezy was on Hot Rising Happy Hour for the first time, I had just come back from California and I was picking on all the electric cars and everything. But this dude put me in this car, man. I mean, with where the battery packs are on the bottom. And then the center of gravity being so low on top of those battery packs. This dude, honest to God, we stopped at a red light. He was taking a left turn, and he just jumped in it. And as soon as he hit that electric pedal, I don't even know what they call it. A switch. The switch. There you go. He took off. And, dude, honest to God, man. The volume knob. (laughs) (laughs) By the time we got across that little two-lane road and hung that left, we was over 45 miles an hour. And he was just getting <laughs> I bet you had to hold on to your hair, didn't you? Well, I mean, he never even spun a wheel, never nothing. I mean, it never chirped. <laughs> I bet it didn't. And I mean, when it straightened out, dude, it My was My radio young. doesn't either. Hey, we said sleepers now. But I mean, honest to God, I mean. This ain't a thing, sleeper, it's dead. Direct drive transmission. I mean, the thing ain't even really got, the transmission is the motor. I mean, there's no, there's no shift points, no exactly. There, there, there's, there's so much wrong there. We can talk for another two hours about it. That's the problem right there. There ain't no shift points. There ain't no transmission. There ain't no like motor. Though, though it is a motor. It's not an engine. That's the problem. It's got a motor because it's electric, like your wall clock. That's the problem. You know, you don't see Timex making gas powered watches. They don't need to be making damn battery-powered cars. That's the problem. I think that's a burn hazard. <laughs> you you see what I'm getting at. You know, Richard, that's my sleeper, and I'm sticking uh, to it. Richard, my blood pressure No, I think Richard will take a – he'll side with you on this. And me, me and I, Rob have been awful to you. I so. get what you're saying. I just, I'm just i still over here dumbfounded. Like, I, I didn't see that coming. Okay, when maybe said, not. You well, said – no, I mean, I get it. Uh, they, they're peppy. <laughs> um, that's cute. Faster than most golf carts. When fully charged. Yeah, if the char- if they're fresh. Yeah. Keyword most. Oh most. man, I feel like I'm on a spot now. I feel like I'm 
Save me, Richard, Save believe me. me, whatever you pull out is not going to be as bad as the vault. Say, I'm shocked he came out with that. You can I say to believe. John Deere in your garage and be okay with, with this one, I think. Give us we need to go back when we when we first started this whole conversation and put a little disclaimer in there. Turn your radio down right now. <laughs> Give us something that rolls and blows smoke out the back. All right, I got you. The Taurus not show... S H O. You took mine. I was going to oh, say that one next. I'll give you one. It's awesome. It's not yes, a it show. Really it's, not awesome. a, it's not a show, Taurus. No, and it drives <laughs> me nuts. It's it super high output. Yes, it is. Dang, Yamaha. What's no, the Yamaha design? Yes. 32 valve V8. Or? Uh, first, it was a V6 in the first two generations. It was a three liter if it was a manual, which the first ones were all manuals. Then in 93, they started offering a automatic as an option which most people chose. It was a 3.2. And then in 96, they came out with a 3.4 liter V8 with only an automatic. That was just an absolute shell of what the SHO was supposed to be. Really? So the V8s weren't near as cool? No, a V6 would walk all over a V8. Really? Well, they got big and fat and bloated. like. But they were be- it was a better looking Taurus in my opinion. I don't know, man. I like the originals. I, li- I like the bar soap shaped ones. Um, I like the square bodies as well. Uh, see, I'm, 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 I've had, I'm selling by here, pay here. I've had both, and, and if I had to pick my favorite, I, I like the ivory bar soap, of course. <laughs> you like the ovoid dashboard? Exactly, exactly. That's that, that. That was that was a good looking car, and the SHO was a good looking car. But, I have it on good authority because I did it in '94 when the SN95 GTs first came out driving a Joe Repairs 91 five-speed and uh, pulled it. A uh, brand-new black GT dude just gotten it, and I pulled him in the black, the blacked-out SHA, and I don't think he was very happy. Really? Yeah, they were quick. I'll tell you what doesn't make me happy. Electric cars <laughs> and commercial brakes. I quit. I quit. Commercial brakes. I tell you, keep talking electric cars, you won't have to quit. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to pull we're the plug kick for you. you out. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking sleeper cars right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Breezy. What's up, Robbie? Smitty. What's poppin', pimpin'? And you know what? We don't stop. We're just a hot rod happy couple. We got the professor himself, Mr. Richard Hoskins. What's happening in London, Kentucky? London. Good town. Good town. Been through London quite a few times. That's where my dad's from. That's what I'm screaming. I knew good people came out of there. So, Richard, we were talking about sleeper cars earlier, and you were talking about these turbo Dodges. Oh, they were the ultimate sleeper cars back in the day. Right. I've got the ultimate sleeper car. How about a Honda Civic? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't like where this is going. This Honda Civic right here is a true sleeper because it has a superhero in it. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to my good friend, Mr. Matthew Davis, a.k.a. Captain Chaos, if you're at Carolina Motor Fest. Matthew, welcome to the show. Dun, dun, dun. Glad to be here, gentlemen and ladies. I love it. I love it. I love it. The only thing that would made that better if you were like, thanks for having me on, Kato. (laughs) Oh. This is my psychic Kato. Say hello, Kato. Say hello, Kato. I love your character. So now... Unless you were born under a rock or born after 2000, you wouldn't know anything about Cannonball Run. Bad parenting. No. And uh, But Captain Chaos was Dom DeLuise's character on Cannonball, the Cannonball Run movies. And uh, he Correct. played Victor. So 
and I mean, probably one of the most, probably one of my favorite superheroes of all time because, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, he, he was kind of like the superhero, the ultimate underdog superhero from way back. And definitely the comedic break for that entire movie. Everything funny had Captain Chaos in it in the Cannonball Run. And I love that. It did. So yeah. tell us, what brought Matthew from Matthew to Captain Chaos? Well, it all kind of started, you know, as a kid growing up, um, not only seeing the Cannonball Run movie, but, um, you know, me reading comic books as a kid. And then, you know, as I got later, I met a couple friends and stuff like that, and we decided to go to these comic book conventions. And my friend would dress up as, you know, their their favorite, you know, video game uh, character. So I went and said, you know what, um, I really don't have the body like, you know, Chris Hemsworth or Hugh Jackman, or I don't even look like Jean-Luc Picard. You know, so I, I said... I feel your pain, sir. I feel your pain. So what is, uh, you know, a positive, overweight individual? And I'm like, Captain Chaos. I'm like, you know what, I have to. And I've been to... You know, I've been to see you go online, you see all these pictures of, you know, like Thor and Loki and, you know, Captain Marvel, Wonder Woman. I'm like, I don't got the body for this kind of stuff. So it's like, you know, I have not seen too many Captain Chaoses. I'm like, you know what, it's a pretty, you know, and so I had a friend of mine, my, was a seamstress. And it's like, you know, I tried to find the original 1980s medic back, um, jacket that that they had and you can't find it anymore so i had a friend and we patched together on ebay i found the patch on ebay we found some stripes for uh the the jacket and we took an an orange i went on amazon and ordered an orange uh jacket you know new jacket and we swapped out the the orange uh, zipper for a white zipper. And I'm like, okay, this is like 90% correct. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I got, when I got there, I was like, the younger people didn't get who it was, but some of the old people was like, oh my gosh, you're him. And you couldn't get the mask either too. So my seamstress friend, we, of course, it's how, this was about Halloween. And fortunately I found one online and we modified it to look like you know, the Captain Chaos mask, because, you know, I think somebody does own the original jacket and cape and, and everything. And it's like, okay, they spend like $5,000 to get them like, and it's in a museum. So there is no way I'm going to get access to that. So I came up with my own. It was pretty much, it's, it's a shirt from Dickies, you know, um, and chef pants because okay. in black shoes and black belt. So yeah. That's pretty but you rock it well. Cool. I mean, you look spot on. <laughs> I mean, I've seen side-by-side pictures of you. And I'm this guy. Like, I can pick details out. And I want to tell you something. You nail that part. Hands down. Well, I, thank you. I appreciate it. And, well, through, through meeting some people, and actually I've met an individual who actually has probably the ultimate sleeper. He has the night. Well, he has a replica of the 1978 Cannonball Run Dodge Tradesman Van. Okay. I say 78 because if you know Dodges, that was a mid-year change for them. So the 78 is a one-year-only van. And, um, well, we don't know what originally happened to the original van um, because Hal Niedemann, who owned the van at the time, along with Rock Cage, had 
as as people know, he had back in the eighties. He was the Skull Bandit, you know, NASCAR. So back then, he needed kind of like a tax write off for NASCAR. So he had to sell the original van. And, and the last we heard that it was being delivering flowers for a flower shop with a, a 460 Dick Lady board out to 502. So That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So so you're telling me there's a flower shop delivering roses and daffodils in a big block powered Dodge van. That's the last we heard of it. And that was, oh, gosh, the mid 80s. So we don't know what's really happened to the original. So... My friend, Travis Bell, and if you ever get uh, uh, Mopar Collector's Guide, it was actually featured in the, which month is this? The, uh, it was featured in one of the uh, collector guides, and it was, just so happens that uh, I went with Travis to the, the Mopar Collector's Guide up in uh, Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and the Mopar swap meet up there, and they happen to have that issue in there, and the, the van was there too. So it's as it's been authorized by Brock Yates and Hal Needham as the closest replica of the original van, which happens to be a six-windowed Dodge Tradesman with with a slider and with barn doors in the back and with a sunroof. I mean, my friend. Travis Bell, it's taken 15 years to make this vehicle what it is. And exactly what... Um, uh, so it's got the, it, was, it, was a, it was transmedic on the side of it, right? It was, it was yeah, really done up like an ambulance, but it never started out as a real ambulance. No, those were actually the factory colors you could get from Mopar. So that's what, that's what Brock Yates and Hal Needeman did back in the day. You could order custom order from Dodge with those colors. So that's what they did. And um, about a couple of years ago... There was a, in Greenwich, Connecticut, there was a Cannonball Run reunion. And the guy who did the original pinstriping for that van was there. Because my guys, um, Travis and his building partner, you know, they didn't have any, they couldn't, they were just using pictures like from the movies and the model and stuff like that. And he said, you guys are spot on exactly what the graphics were. So they got them down That's to awesome. the person next. Yeah. So, because it was originally built up in in Connecticut in a in back in the day in the seventies. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's, yeah, I so, mean, and that's the thing about you know, they didn't realize at the time that they were making history when they built this. Well, they weren't. Well, they, it did actually run on a Cannonball Run, and like like in the movie, there's Dom DeLuise is lying underneath the 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 flatbed there. Well. The transmission originally did originally go out in that that van, so it didn't make it all the way. So it's of of you know of all the vehicles that should be able to make it across, and it was it was you know people take bets as they went across, and people were like, man, that one's going to win. So did that, and it's just like the movie. The transmission conked out, and the original transmission conked out about uh, about two hundred miles out of side. Uh, the Portofino Inn in California. And so they got it trailered in. You can see, you can go online, you can do Google search, and if you look for the 1979 Cannonball Run, there's a picture of the van in black and white on a trailer. But it didn't make it, so. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, so so where all of you played Captain Chaos? Well, I, it's all started, it all started in, um, it started in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 
So I went to Chattanooga, Tennessee. I've done a, a couple different Cincinnati Comic Cons. Um, I, obviously, I went to the Greenwich uh, Cannonball Run reunion a couple of years ago. And uh, last year, right before Go Figure, Burt Reynolds came to – I'm from Pittsburgh. And Burt Reynolds came to a Steel City – the Steel City Con up here, and I met Burt Reynolds. And that was probably one of the coolest things I ever did. Um, I can tell you when I – because I walked in there. I, before I even walked in the door, I got five pictures of me right there. Um, and I'm not one of these people that I, – I try to keep the – since I've been to you know a bunch of these people love to take pictures and things of that nature. And I don't mind getting my picture taken. I just don't want to erupt the, interrupt the flow of traffic, just like anybody else. Hey, does. Matthew, I tell you what, we got to interrupt. Yeah. We got to take a small commercial break. Hang tight, because we got sure. a lot more coming at you right here with Captain Chaos on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Breezy. Rob. Smitty. What's happening? Professor. What's happening in Pittsburgh, PA, in honor of our calling guest? That's what I'm saying. We had an awesome guy. Go- That's sweet. So sweet. That's tender. That right there. We got the coolest calling guest. This guy worked Carolina Motor Fest. Breezy, Smitty, you guys missed out. Yeah, man, I Rick, hate it. He worked it up and down. This man right here, I'm going to tell you something. I would almost bet my life has a cape on right now. I'm going to agree with you he, on that from what I've heard so far. Flowing in the wind. Yes. I just want to know if he's got a mask on. I bet so. It comes with a cape, duh. If oh. not, could you go get it? <laughs> <laughs> I love borrow it. it. Guys, we got Mr. Matthew Davis on the radio right here, all the way from Pittsburgh, PA, or Captain Chaos, as he's better known as. So now you were telling us about all the places that you have came as Captain Chaos, and you were at Carolina right. Motor Fest, and like I said, it was a great Great time. I mean, the crowd was eating it up. Well, I mean, we did the giveaway Corvette. Captain Chaos is in the background. Of course, you're giving away a Corvette. Captain Chaos needs to be there. We had a man fall out. Captain Chaos was over there with a cape on. Dun, dun, dun. He didn't really do much. <laughs> it was probably kind of a little bad for business that you were dressed as a paramedic, but you couldn't help the guy. <laughs> it's my day off. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. I was like, do something. But he supervised that. save that woman's dog, JJ. I'm not a doctor. I just play one on TV. I love it. Yes, it's, but that's, I, that was a great event. Like, I mean, I'm still telling people about it. Now, you're not all just dress up and acting like Captain Kelsey because you actually competed in the 2904 in a car just like Victor's in the Cannonball Run. Now, Richard, what did Richard, uh, Professor, I got a good one for you. What did Victor drive in the Cannonball Run? I really do know the answer because of Captain Chaos. It was a 75, 76 Honda Civic CVCC. Captain that Chaos. is correct. That's that what is I'm correct. Saying. We're mm-hmm. actually going. We're going through the award pictures right now with you in the background. I've had more people compliment you than Miss Carolina Motor Fest. <laughs> it scares me well, a little bit, go- but it's kind of flattering well, at the same time. Well, hey, I appreciate everyone's comments and, and actually coming out for the Carolina Motor Fest. You know, it was a pleasure to be your guest, and it's also a, pe- a pleasure for me here on with radio with you guys and everything like that. Oh, so, man. yeah, it's. It's it's one of those things being Captain Chaos. It's what I really like about it is everyone has remembers him and it's a positive influence, you know what I mean? People enjoy seeing the character and people it brings people joy and as as we very well know, there's a lot of things going going wrong with the world these days and you know if 
I could bring somebody just a little bit of happiness, just even saying dun dun dun, you know, and getting a smile or a reaction out of somebody, that's joy for me. So that's what I'm it's glad all about. Glad. That always makes mm, me smile. I'm, it does. I mean, like I literally I'm, instantly smiled when he did it just then. I love right. It. And 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 the thing is, I also did that for as we were talking before, I met Burt Reynolds and I did and I and he was there. This is the second day of uh, the uh, convention. He was there. It was just after lunch. I know he took a nap after he, t- he, he did. So he just came back, and I was like number 365 of tickets. And I and so there was like 300 people in front of me. And I know he has been you know signing things and signing bandits, uh, memorabilia, and and all kinds of stuff. And I was the only person there with any type of you know cannonball run stuff and he was like you know you can always tell when somebody's not having a good time well his shoulders peaked up he got a little bit straighter in his chair even though he had probably one of the better chairs that anybody else had but he actually enjoyed it and he actually offered to shake my hand you know and i said well and here's my psychic kato say hello kato and i think he, i didn't get i didn't get the 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 typical burt reynolds laugh but i did get a laugh so I'm glad, you know, even though it was just like, you know, maybe two or three minutes, because I didn't want to take up a lot of his time, you know, because there's so many people behind me and everything, and I don't know how far they were up, but I just wanted to make sure that, you know, that it's, and I'm looking at the uh, the poster I had him signed by him, and it's like, well, I can't believe, because I didn't believe, you know, it's like, he's he was getting up in age, and I didn't know if he was ever going to, well, he's coming to Pittsburgh, I got to go see him, and I got to go as Captain Chaos, and it was just, so many people were like, wow, you know, they knew about, um, they, they enjoyed Captain Chaos, and I got pictures. Of, and the good thing I really like doing is I love getting pictures with kids. Because, and then and the kids, I was actually at the, uh, the Steel City Con, and one of the kids was, he was probably nine or, nine or ten years old. So I know he's not seen the movie like we have in the in the movies or on H or on cable or anything like that. So I know his parents showed him that movie. And I'm like, you know what, if you could repeat these things back to me, I'm like, I got to give it up for the parents. You know what I mean? Because that's just parenting that's how, done right. Right. Exactly. So that gives me joy that, you know, it's, you know, something like sharing something with your father or, you know, something goes along with that nature. And it's like, yeah, okay, this is cool. So <laughs> it's real fun. So tell us about competing in the 2904. And now keep in mind, you did this in a 1976 Honda Civic CVC. See. Correct. Yeah. Um, after after I did the uh, the Greenwich meet and greet up in uh, a couple of years ago, I met and I ran into some people like uh, Ed Bolian that you know very well, Rob. That um, they said, "Hey, you kind of do this thing," and I'm like, "I." Me, I was a little naive. It was like, okay, after the original Cannonball Run and after the One Lap America, it was all done. Nobody does this stuff anymore. That was, you know, that's the 80s. That's the 70s done. But I found some crazy people that did it too. So, and they said, hey, you got to do it. Uh, so what kind of car you want to do? Okay, this is the criteria. It has to be less. You have to buy it. It has to be less than $3,000. I'm like, okay. All right. It has to be, you know, 1980s or older. So I'm like, okay. And it's like, you know what? And I was like, I was looking around on the internet because that's what everybody does. And I found on Facebook Marketplace somebody having a 1977 Honda Civic CVCC. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing it in that because that's the same car that Dom DeLuise's character, Victor, had in the Cannibal Run. It's the third, it's the third 
character car you see. You see the Lamborghini, you see the, the cop Trant, uh, Firebird, and then you see a little Honda Civic being pulled in. So I was like, okay, I have to do it in that. So, yeah, I did it in 43 hours and 44 minutes from the Red Ball Garage in Manhattan all the way to Redondo Beach, the Portofino, and just like, you know, Hal and Brock Yates did way back when in the 70s and stuff like that. What, yeah. what was the craziest um, part of your trip? Oh, the craziest part was actually, the craziest part was, well, I only had a 10-gallon gas tank in that in that car. So that was one of the things that kind of limited me. So every time I had to stop, I had to stop, you know, about every 150 miles or so on that. And it would take me take me five minutes to fill up, but 20 minutes to get out of the gas station because nobody's seen one of these cars in such a long time. Like, <laughs> or my uncle had one or my my boyfriend's ex rocker cousin had one of these, you know. Everybody's like, oh, rocker cousin had, had a Honda Civic. It just happens. <laughs> Exactly. It's like I'm like okay, or or I drove one, or I I bought one for my son back in the '70s and stuff like that. I'm like, oh gosh. It's like yeah. So me and my co-driver, basically we we'd switch. I'd start I'd fill up the car, start half the story, go to the bathroom. Well, he would go to the bathroom and then come back and finish the rest of the story. So that we got kind of a you know, we turned it a 20 minute into like a 10 minute type deal. So we got all the you got a system. I love it. Exactly. After I the first it. couple of tries, it's like, okay. Oh, <laughs> we got to work this out. So, how mm-hmm. how long did it take Fifth Avenue, New York, 40, Red Ball Garage to Portofino Inn? My official time is 43 hours and 44 minutes. That right now, there is something to be proud the, of. That's amazing. Yes, it is. That really is. Well, I couldn't. Most of the vehicles that I was with, they could hit triple digits. I couldn't. I tried. I was I was someplace in Texas, in Texas or Oklahoma. There was a downhill run, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna see how fast we can get this thing. So we got it to 99. I'm like, come on. Oh my goodness! One mile an hour. The wind couldn't push in your direction. <laughs> I know. It's it's like okay, downhill. Um, the engine was screaming. The transmission was screaming. I was like, you know what? Uh, that's all she's gonna do. I, I wanted that magical 100 triple digits because, I mean. If you figure the the car originally had it back in stock form had sixty two horsepower, okay, and I ran it practically stock. The only thing I didn't do because well it's so old is I put some coilovers on it because well I'll, the car I got was originally from California because I found a California registration tag in in the glove box the other day, and and all of the rubbers was gone so I redid the whole bottom with uh, polyurethane, put new coils on it, and put a, a Weber carburetor on it. Besides that, oh, it was a four-speed. I swapped it out with a five-speed. That's the only modifications I did on that car at all. That's probably how so. it got in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you <laughs> what, Captain, little... Captain Cass, we got to wrap it up. we got commercial breaks coming up right and left, and we got a lot more show coming on. We've got to have you back on some other time real, real soon, man. It'll be my pleasure. I don't. I don't have super. I don't have superheroes on the air very often. All right, Matthew. Take care, brother. Be good and keep doing the good work, sir. All right, you too. Take care. Take care, internet and citizens of the airwaves of the radio. See you later, guys. We got a lot more hot rods and happy hour headed your way. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.